Welcome to iChurch. Our mission is to break bondage, inspiring you. If you'd like more information, please visit our website, iChurchOKA.com. But now, get ready for what God has to say to you. Amen. God bless you, Young United. I want you to look next to you to find at least one person look next to, the, next to you and say, I'm glad you're here. Come on, at least one person say, I'm glad you're here, man. You know, I'm just glad you're here. All right, now we've been teaching a whole series, right, on uh, me and my house shall serve the Lord. And um, as Mike was singing today, um, you know, God, God speaks in the most simple things that sometimes we just miss out on. We just miss them, guys. God speaks on simple things and we miss out on them. And um, as, I'm, as I was listening to Mike and as the service was going on, a lot of things were running through my head. And... Um, I'm, I'm going to review the first six points. that I'm, Today I'm going to teach all eight is what I'm doing. That's what I did at 947 is what I'm going to do now. I'm, I'm going to teach all eight. But for some reason, um, I want to do something different with you guys. I want to do something a little bit different with you guys, all right? I want to jump all the way down to seven. But just because it's on screen and we got to run through it, I'm going to run through this. Um, I, we're talking about how you get somebody that you love to serve the Lord? Is it your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister, somebody close to you that you want to get to serve and to love the Lord, right? And, and these are, this is what we learned in Joshua chapter 24, verse 1. Jo- Joshua 24, verse 1. These are the seven things we learned. Number one, we learned that, that Joshua says, Joshua says, when you want your family to serve God, call them into meeting. Number two, number two. We learned that Joshua said, when you call them into the meeting, talk to them and tell them who you are. Tell them, tell them about, uh, let, listen to them and have conversations. You need to talk with your family because your family at some point is going to want to leave the Lord. You want them to stay with them. Number three, you want to meet with your family and you want to talk to them about the struggles you've had. How you've had some battles, how you've encountered tough times. You want your family to know about that. You want your friends to know about that because that's going to make them vulnerable. They're going to see you're, you're vulnerable. That's going to make them open. Then number four, you also want to talk to them about how you struggled but how God helped you in the middle of chaotic moments. Number five, you want them to be able to hear through your mouth the words of, of, of righteousness. You want them to be able to hear, hear the right words. You don't want your friends and your family to hear bad things about you. Number six, you, you also want them to see actions of praise. You want them to see you raising your hands and going to church and serving the Lord. You want them to see you close to God. And now that in 947, the first service, that took me about about I think almost 40 minutes to teach and I just did it in less than I think two minutes why um I want to teach two things and then I'll be out of your way I don't think I'll take more than 20 minutes probably gonna be the fastest service you guys have ever had all right um but I think it's really important we teach this today I want to take you to Joshua chapter 24 verse 12 and I want to put Joshua 24.12 on the screen. If the people in production in the back can help me. Joshua 24.12. I want you guys to, to look at this verse. And I want to teach you something. But I think, guys, let's, let's, let's actually stop having church for a minute. And let's look at this. And let's analyze it. And let's see what it says. And let's let it digest into us. Because I think God's trying to speak to a couple of you with this. I, I think it's really strong what he's trying to say too. He says in this verse, I sent the hornet ahead of you, which drove them out before you. 
also the two Amorite kings. You did not do it with your own sword and bow. Stop. God says, I sent the hornets. Let me explain to you what this is all about. This is about being able and not being able. This is about being able and not. Here, let me show you an illustration real quick, guys. Let me show you. I saw sweat. Jose, can you help me with this illustration? I want you to come up here for a second. And um, I want you to pick. See, Josue has an ability that I don't have. Josue has an ability that I don't have. Josue could do something that I wish I could do, but I can't. I'm going to let Josue do this with you guys. Josue, pick somebody from the crowd that, that you think you could do this to. And then we're going to have somebody else compete with him inside the room. I'm going to pick another person randomly to compete with him. Okay? So I'm going to let Josue pick. Cesar, come over here. Cesar was like, oh, man. <laughs> come over here, Cesar. Now watch this. Now, I'm going to let, now, you don't have sneakers on or anything, so there's a challenge. Cesar, I want you to stand right here, okay? I want you to stand right here. This is what I want you to do. Stand here, like that, also sideways. Like that. Bow your head. Stay right there. <laughs> now, watch, watch what Josue could do. To those that are listening on internet or streaming down, you won't be able to catch this because there's like, watch this right here. Karen, watch that he doesn't. Kill. Josue is going to jump over Cesar. Josue is going to jump over Cesar. Okay? To those that are listening online, Josue, Cesar is like a seven-foot man that, um, okay, all right, not so much, not so much. A step back, a step back, all right? Watch this. He's going to jump over Cesar. And without sneakers, with jeans on, with a long shirt, Cesar, que mira, yeah. And then um, with, with, and, and he, and now what he's going to do is that He's, and he wasn't prepared for this, but I want you to see this for a second. Ready? All right. Uh, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Give me, can you give me a drum roll on this? It, it, it sounds much cooler if I get a drum roll on it. Give me a second. We're going to get a drum roll. Thank you to my drummer. There you go. And, and give him the crash at the end and everything, all right? If he makes it. If he doesn't, don't. Yeah, all right. <laughs> all right, now, 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 Cesar, stay here for a second. Let's keep the mic. And I want you, we're going to pick somebody. Uh, uh, here, you, come over here. Yeah, come over here. I'm going to give you a chance to jump over Cesar, okay? You're going to go down there. You're going to run, and you're going to try to jump over Cesar. Come on, where are you going? No, stay right here. I'm going to give you a chance to jump Come on, come on, you can do this, all right? We're going to give you a chance to jump over. No, no, get up, get up, what are you doing? Get up, all right? Now, I want you to come, Josue, stand here in case he hits that. I don't want the insurance thing. Okay, and now you're going to try to, try your best to jump over him. Ready? You want to try this? You don't want to try this? You want to even take a shot at it? Okay, take a shot at it, go. Ready? <laughs> okay, 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 okay. All right, all right. I'll let you go. Send your brothers. Come on, little guy. Come on. Come on. You can do this. You can do this. We're going to send a little kid now to do this. All right, all right. Go. You think you can do this? You don't think you can? All right. Now watch this. It, okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You guys saying, Pastor, because you're picking little kids. Because you're picking little kids. All right, I won't pick a little kid then. I won't pick a little kid. Uh, 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 Noe. 
Carlito, where's Carlito? Carlito, come on, Carlito. Yeah, come on, come on. Let's hear it for Carlito. Let's hear it for Carlito. Come on, Carlito. Come on, let's hear it for Carlitos. We're going to get Carlitos to jump over Cesar today. Okay? <laughs> no, come on, Cesar. Get back up. Get back up. He's laying down on the floor. Okay? See, this one, this one that we won't be able to load on internet because people won't get it. All right? We're going to give you a chance. No, 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 not like this. Straight up. Okay? Go, Carlitos. Take a shot. A drum roll. And here we go. Stay straight. <laughs> okay, no, no, all right, you can't do it. All right, now, I'm going to let you try it now, all right? All right, I'm going to let you try it. Um, Mike, come over here. Keith, come over here. Stand with Josue, Josue, the hand microphone. You stand here. Now, look what happens. This is what you could do in your ability. This is what you could do in your ability. Ready? Try this for a minute. Just make sure he doesn't fall. Go, try it once. Come on in. Drum roll. Okay. All right. Wait. Nice try. Nice try. Now watch this. Now watch this. This is you in your strength. Look what happens. Stretch your arms out. Stretch your arms out and a leg. Okay. Right. Keith and you guys. Watch this. Drum roll. Easily done. Thanks, guys. You can have a seat. Easily done, right? You would say, Pastor, that was kind of easy. Listen. There's things that you cannot do. You could try your best and you really, really, really want them bad. But you can't do it. There's things you want to try, guys. But no matter how hard you try, you cannot do it. Listen, the Amorites, they were carnivorous people. You say, Pastor, we're carnivorous. They were more carnivorous slash cannibals. They were, they, were, they were savages, beasts. The Bible says that they would eat. The Bible refers to the Amorites, not the Bible. History refers to the Amorites as men who would tear out raw meat and, and they would suck all the blood before eating it. And what I'm saying is that, that the Amorites were savages. And not just savages, but they were gigantic human beings. The Canaanites, before being Canaanites, were slaves in Egypt. They were nothing. They didn't even know how to fight wars. They weren't even soldiers. They had no army. There was no army. And now they had to go into the Amorite land and defeat these giants. See, maybe some other cities had organized armies that could do that, but not the people of God. And God is telling his people in the moment they were going into despair, he was telling them, I have sent the hornets before you. Now, some theologians want to make this, they want to, some people want to change the Bible. And they say, well, these weren't giant wasps. They weren't kind of bee, bee animals, right, Pastor? This is just, it's a symbolism. The hornets is a little militia army. No, it isn't a militia army. There's no reason to believe that. God literally, the, these, these giant monsters were in the mountains hiding and they were waiting for those little, little, those little Hebrew people to come down that don't know how to fight. There were giant Goliaths inside the mountain just waiting and they were going to tear them with their hands, with their bands. They dressed like animals. Their nails were great. They, they, just, they, just, they just out 
there in the raw waiting for them. And they're going to come and tear them to pieces. And there's, and there's no way, there's no way that the Hebrews are going to win this battle. It was too big. So they're up there in the mountain and God sent bees. <laughs> okay. He sent hornets. Now, you got to understand that it wasn't a little bee like, no, I'm talking about it was a swarm of hornets that to this day, the other day, about three weeks ago, some guy died in, I think it was Texas. Some guy died because he was cutting the grass. And when he was cutting the grass, he hit a, he hit a bush. The bush had a swarm of hornets. And they all came out and attacked him. And they stung him and he died. The Bible uses specifically the word, I sent the sting. I sent the sting before you got there. I sent the hurt before you got there. Before you even made it. Before you even came close to them. You didn't even have to touch them. Before you even made it, I sent the hornets, God's saying. Pastor, what are you saying? He reminds them years later. He says, I sent the hornets ahead of you, before you, and I drove them out. Pastor, what are you saying? There are things you can't do, but before you can't do them, God is going to send hornets. There's things you can't do, but before that, God is going to send hornets. Before you get into trouble. Pastor, I'm worried about this boyfriend. I'm worried about this girlfriend. Pastor, I'm worried about my parents. Pastor, I'm worried about my kids. Pastor, it just things aren't turning out. Yeah, because you're always trying to do it and you forget that you forget the second part of this portion of this Bible. It says, you did not do it with your own sword and bow. God's saying, I did it. See, I'll give you an an illustrative example right here. I could take Mike, and it's funny because what what you see, sometimes other people don't see. And I don't disown Mike with this, but I'm going to make a clarification and correct him on something. He's up here praising and worshiping. And when he's up here praising and worshiping, he says, man, and just everything's gone, just everything's gone wrong. Here's the problem to that word. What, what's wrong with that sentence? He, he, I don't know about the rest of y'all, but I, I'm actually going to take a survey. I'm going to take a survey. How many of you at that point when he said that, oh, you know, everything's just been going wrong. How many of you actually knew it was going wrong? If he wouldn't have said one word, would you have known that it was going wrong? Because... I was standing there, and he said that, and I looked over, and I said, I know what he's talking about. (laughs) I have no idea what he's talking about. I didn't know anything was going wrong. I had no idea. Maybe it was sound. Maybe it was rehearsal. Maybe, because you weren't here, and I I wasn't here either. I know something was wrong with one of those speakers. Something was going wrong. But here, listen, listen, the problem is, I didn't know what was going wrong until he said something was going wrong. To me, it, it may be his weak it may be his work it may be his history it may be his health i don't know but he said everything was going wrong here's the problem i didn't know everything was going wrong and so he said it so i'm going to take a survey here how many of you knew before he said it that something was going wrong because you experienced it with him how many people raise your hand one two three that's it so three people in the whole building knew it was going wrong. Now, now here's what I'm going at. Pastor, what are you going at? Same thing happens to a kid when his ice cream falls down. Same exact thing. A little tiny kid has an ice cream, and he's licking and licking and licking and licking and licking, and, and it pops over, and the kid 
<laughs> the kid starts crying. My eyes cream. You say, Pastor, you compare Mike with a little baby? No, 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 no. What I'm saying is that to that kid, the world is over. Because that's his problem. What the kid doesn't remember is that he probably didn't pay for the ice cream. His dad did. And tomorrow there'll be another one. And to you, it seems like the ice cream is nothing. To the kid, it's the end of the world. You know why I don't know the problem, even though I'm the pastor? Pastor, why? Because I wasn't here when the problem was happening. The problem is his. See, you're not getting this. I'm going so deep theologically that I might lose you in the process. What I'm trying to say is that in a spiritual realm of cosmovisions, the only person that sees the problem is the person that sees it. What I'm saying is that the, the, the looking glass you use to look at the world determines how you see things. If you wake up and say, man, there's a crappy world. Everything's going to look crappy. Pastor, are you reprimanding Mike? No, wait a minute. Here's the problem. I am Mike. What? I am Mike. I wake up constantly and I'm overburdened. Things come to me and they hit me left and right and make me feel like it's the end of the world and I feel I can't go on anymore. Constantly, I wake up in the morning. I'm like, oh, look what happened to me. Oh, man, this is turning out wrong. I come to worship service. I could sit here and say, oh, man, how many people came to church today? How many people didn't come to church? How is the offering? I, I, and here, it's my, it's my ice cream falling down. Stop for a second and think like God. God's in heaven looking down saying, it was never you to start with. I've always had this. I've always had this. See, I know my wife's a worshiper. And I don't know about y'all folks, but this woman was worshiping in this service. She was all in the spirit. She was in the presence of God. And here's the problem. You could say, Pastor, you didn't know it because you're not music musically oriented. And I could say a lot of bad things about you too, but here's the thing. My wife is musically oriented. She knows when it's off key. She, at one point, I'm, I'm singing, and she goes, no, that verse was not there. It's not now. It's in the second one. People started singing. That's why he's like, she knew. I didn't. But here's what I'm trying to tell you. What I'm trying to tell you is that it didn't affect the presence of the Holy Spirit in her life because God is greater than her. God is greater than you. That song we were singing, greater, God, you are greater. What the hell are you singing if you don't believe it? Greater. You're greater than my money. You're greater than my school. You're greater than my problems. You're greater, you're greater than when I feel alone. You're greater than anything around me. You are just greater. You're greater. You send the sting of the hornets before I even get there. There is no Amorite king that I could be defeated by. There is just none. There is just none. It just won't happen. So, pastor, what are you saying? That even though I'm teaching me and my house shall serve the Lord, today I'm not going to teach you about you and your family. I'm going to teach you about me and you. You are my family. I want to talk to you now here. I don't want you to go and fix your house. I want to fix you here now. I am telling you as a spiritual father that God will send the sting before you when the Amorite king comes after you. I am telling you that doesn't matter what happens. It doesn't matter who abandons you, who leaves you, who turns their back on you. It doesn't matter how bad things get. God is telling me to tell
tell you, my daughter, my son, I will send this thing. I will send this thing before you even get there. The hornets will come and the Amorites will come out and your giant will fall. And I will carry you right over your problem to the other side. So stop worrying because I'm your father and I am greater. I am greater than anything you have. So pastor, what are you saying? That I will not teach step eight today. That I will not teach it. That I will not teach another step. Because I need one step to be taught here today. Are you freaking out at something in your life right now? Are you worried about something right now in your life? Has it been a rough week? God, you are greater. Please close your eyes and bow your head. And with your eyes closed and your heads bowed, I don't know about you, but me, me and my house, we shall serve the Lord. And I mean this house. I mean Young United House. We are young in spirit and we are united we will serve the Lord the little kid with the ice cream Mike Rao and everything that went wrong and Carlos Rodriguez with his everyday life wake up we're worried we're concerned we're burdened we're not assured we feel it's the end of the world and our problem seems so so big around us your problem seems so so big around you you're worried about it you came in worried you've been carrying the worry it's over your shoulders you don't know what you're gonna do you've been going berserk everything around you is not working the way it's just bothering you it's burdening you and I am telling you that your father says I I will send the hornets before you. I will not fail you. I will not let you go. I'm going to take care of it, says God. He's saying, I'm going to take care of it. I am your God, and I will send the sting. I will send the sting before your giants. The question is, do you see the mountain so high you can't jump over? Do you see that Amorite? Do you see that big tower? Or do you believe that you will run and I will hold you and I will carry you and I will lift you? And I have already, not that he will, and I will, I have already defeated your situation. You will not lose. There is no way. If you walk by what you're seeing or what you're listening or what you're experiencing now, I am sorry to tell you, you have no faith. Faith is not seeing. Faith is not seeing but believing anyway. Faith is, it's not happening but I know it's gonna happen. So you may be walking without faith. Now you don't want to be challenged and you're upset that I'm yelling at you but you are walking without faith and I am your pastor and as your pastor I will call you out you must walk by faith you must live by faith and you must believe God don't walk by what you're seeing or what you're listening but what will you believe in faith only so whoever you are and whoever I'm ministering to whoever it is I'm going to ask you to walk by faith 
to be brave, to be humble, to acknowledge it's speaking to you. And if I'm speaking to you and this message was changed because God needs to speak to you, then I'm going to ask you to do something. Walk by faith. Pastor, what do I need to do? You need to stand up and come to the altar and say, Pastor, you're speaking to my life. Come on. If that's you, get out of your seat and come on forward. Come on down right now. I'm going to be with you. Come on. I want you to come on down if that's you. If that's you, come on. Come on. I want to kill that Amorite. I want to jump over that hurdle. I'm looking for people of faith, people that will believe and say, Pastor, I'm glad you changed the message for me. I understand what Mike's saying. I understand what you're saying. It looks so big. It's my ice cream on the floor. I'm worried all week. I'm worried about my mom. I'm worried about my dad. I'm worried about what's going to happen in August. I'm worried about my finances. I'm worried about my kid. I'm worried about my marriage. I gotcha. I gotcha. Just come on down. I gotcha. But just come on down. That's what we do Young United for. That's what we're here for. Pastor, I'm looking with my eyes and my eyes see one thing, but my heart believes something else. I'm just falling short on my faith. I'm falling short on what I believe. Come on down. Come on down. Come on down. Father, you are the greater God. You are the greater God. You are greater than my pathetic situation. You are greater than my spilt ice cream. You are greater and I want to walk with greater faith because you will send the hornets and you will do the job completely, God. You will do the job. Do you believe me? You that are up here, close your eyes. Come on. In the name above all names, in the name of Jesus Christ, I declare that you will defeat your giant. I declare that you will overcome your Amorite. I declare that God's going to send the hornets. It's not that he's going to do it. It's that he's going to already get there before you get it. Listen, it's not going to get worse because God is sending the hornets before you. It's not going to get worse because God is sending the hornets before you. He's going to pull out your giant. He's going to defeat your giant before you even get there, baby. He's going to take care of it. He's going to take control of it because he is the greater, great I am. He is the Jehovah Jireh. He is the one that provides. He is the one that fights your battle. He is Jehovah Nisi. He will do it because he is God.